Welcome to the Situation Report for June 17, 2023. It's Lieutenant Colonel Murray. The reason for the sit rep today is the fact that uh, there was a there was a raid yesterday on a Great Falls gun shop uh, that was reported in the Gateway Pundit by the IRS and the ATF. Now, we knew that the ATF was going to be weaponized against the American public. That was done in 2020 or 2021 when the uh, Pelosi and the rest of the uh, crime families took over in the Senate. And the 87,000 <clears throat> agents that they were going to hire, I thought, uh, so I've heard several times that they are not able to recruit as much as they thought they would. And let's be perfectly clear about a couple of things. The purge in the military, the purge in the federal government through the COVID vac vaccine mandates, which hasn't been overturned, by the way, they finally ended, and some of the federal mandates were overturned by the Supreme Court. That was designed to get rid of anybody that was loyal to the Constitution. This is exactly what Obama did when he came to office in 2008. He started replacing all the general officers. And all the senior SES, as well as the senior executives within the federal government and all the agencies with people that were friendly and communists. And that continued through 2016 while he gutted the military. This is his third term. And during his, his second term, he weaponized the IRS against 503s and 501Cs. And he went after nonprofits, especially conservative nonprofits, for the very simple reason of trying to eradicate any any NGOs that were run by the conservative side of the House. And remember that this was also during a time where the Republicans had a minority, a majority in the Senate and in the House. And guys like Paul Ryan was Speaker of the House, et cetera, et cetera. The, the, you can see that the Uniparty has stacked the deck to lead us to where we are right now. Why this is important is that yesterday, the ATF and the IRS raided a gun store in Great Falls, Montana. And they say it was for a tax investigation or tax evasion investigation. But the the part of the, the story that the Gateway Pundit's reporting, and again, the Gateway Pundit has gotten things wrong. So let me just preface with that. But the ATF came in and seized the 4473s. If you don't know what a 4473 is, <laughs> anytime you buy a firearm, that's the federal form you fill out with all the questions around, are you a fugitive from justice? Are you from a foreign country? That form, every firearms dealer has to fill out for every firearm that's sold over the counter. It doesn't matter if you have a concealed carry permit or they do a background check. They fill out a 4473 on everybody that walks in the door. And as a, as a license, federal firearms licensor, licensee, you can use either online books or you can use a written book. Most stores use written, uh, they're called um, A&D books. And that's your acquisition disposition book. So you'd log in every firearm that comes in, then you log it out to whoever bought the firearm by serial number. And the 4473s are significant because they, there's no there's no monetary value assigned to that document. That document is strictly for ownership of the firearm. There's no reason for the IRS to even 
even take those documents in the first place. And look, I don't know what standing this this gun shop had with the IRS. I don't know what standing they had with the ATF. But the way I see this situation is that this is a test run for the rest of the country. They can you got to remember the IRS is set up to operate completely outside of the normal legal system. They have their own judges, they have their own legal system, they have their own attorneys that litigate any kind of tax issues. And I know people have been balled up in the tax system for over 20 years because of one return or another. And it's just a matter of time before they go after all the rest of the gun dealers. And they can do it legally with no recourse and tie it up in courts and shut down every gun dealer in the country. If they if they deploy all 87,000 agents in the field, that's 1,700 plus per state that they can use to go after gun shops. That means they can literally shut down every single gun shop in the country the same day. That's why this is significant, because this is an end around the legislation, the state laws, the ATF, and all of the legal agencies in the in the country, as well as the sanctuary states, and shut down gun dealerships in one day. We knew they were going after the, the Second Amendment. This is the way they're doing it. They're going to go after all of the gun dealers. And the UN just passed a resolution about ammunition. And I think there's 120 states that are on it. I'm looking it up. I think there's 120 states on there. United Nations Manual on Ammunition Management. It was just published, republished this year. That's peacekeeping, wrong one. They're literally trying to legislate ammunition through the UN. And all of these things add up to disarmament. And look, I this whole thing with Bill Gates, this whole thing with China, that, that everybody's got an opinion on it. I look at it as Bill Gates pandering to Xi for more money and more support because labs that he was using in Ukraine have been shut down and he wants to go back to Wuhan to release the nut, you know, the uh, you know, ass cancer virus. So it's just a matter of time before the next pandemic, or he was over there briefing G on what the next pandemic looks like. Remember, they just did event 501, which means in 2025 is the next big event. None of that, none of the optics of that look good, regardless of how you, um, how you look at it. And while the rest of the world is wrapped up in the Biden scandal and the Burisma nonsense, you have the IRS and the ATF going after gun gun dealers. This is a significant shift in the policy and a significant shift in the way that they've been been using lawfare. But we knew they were using lawfare to begin with. This is just an escalation of that. So if you're in your community, I would I would literally talk to your local your local um, gun dealers. And let them know that you support them, as well as let them know that if they show up, you start texting your buddies and you get a crowd outside so that the FBI or the ATF 
and the IRS don't walk away with your records. That's a violation of the Constitution. And this, there's they're going to hide just like the just just like the DOJ is hiding behind ongoing investigations. That's exactly what they're going to do here. We can't comment on an ongoing investigation. That's all BS, every bit of it. And if you look at if you look at the the Spanish Revolution in the 1930s, you look at the Russian Revolution in 1917, you're going to see the exact same shit being done to our public right now. The only difference is instead of using the Communist Manifesto and revolution as rhetoric, they're using this trans and <clears throat> and this this transhuman and transgender agenda as the new religion. Remember, the communist ideology is to replace any kind of religious ideology with communist icons and communist ideology. And they're doing that through this transgender and transhumanist agenda. And they're using lawfare to create, um, to, to disarm the public, as well as they're going after um, gun dealers and gun owners. Remember when the ATF started showing up at people's houses, once they bought one or more firearms, wanted to see the firearms. They were looking for a reason to confiscate those firearms. That's exactly what was going on. And that's exactly what they're doing now. Only they're doing it under the guise of an IRS tax investigation. And again, I don't know what this guy's tax standing was. But to take the 4473s, that tells me they're building a database of everybody in that city and that county that's purchased a firearm from that dealer. If they do that with every single dealer, that's a national firearms registry that they've created all by themselves. And they can go after any gun owner and know exactly how many firearms you purchased. Now, remember, <clears throat> there was a story four or five weeks ago. It was a viral video that came out from an influencer where the ATF approached him about specific triggers he had. He had purchased from a specific vendor. And the ATF unilaterally created a rule about triggers they did not like. This is a way for them to go completely around the entire system. This is significant. This is signal. This is what you should be paying attention to. All of these things matter because every single one of them affects your right to, to own and to bear arms and gives and it affects your access to firearms. Remember that. Now, when you couple that with the fact that they've significantly raised taxes for 2023 and the last legislation in 21, people are going to see a massive tax hit this year. And I don't think most of the public realizes it yet. If they're doing this in lieu of that six months before the next tax season starts, guess what, ladies and gentlemen? They're anticipating some kind of backlash from the public when they get that tax bill that they hadn't anticipated. And they're preemptively going after firearms right now. We've seen them do this before. Now, I could be completely off base. Because like I said, Gateway Pundit has, has shown a bias towards specific, specific topics, specifically Trump. And it wouldn't surprise me if they left some facts out of this story and there's a redaction or some kind of a correction. Because I've seen it in two places, and in, in another place I saw it, 
they said that they took tax the the tax records, financial records, as well as the forty four seventy threes. And it could be an agreement between the ATF and the IRS. But this is significant. This is signal you should be paying attention to this. Now, last night we did a a live stream on Troopers Channel, and there was four of us on the on the uh, the live chat answering questions. Master Sergeant Jack Donna, Trooper, myself, and Lieutenant Colonel Conrad were all on uh, live chat answering questions. And I like this format a lot better than I like some of the other formats that I've done with with live chat because. It was a list of questions that we got from the channel that was provided to us by one of the channel members, and we went through as many as we could. I like that format better because, and then we turned it into a, a roundtable at the end where everybody asked questions on top of that. That format's better because live chats are very hard to manage, especially when you're trying to admin, answer questions, and keep the dialogue going. It's very hard to do. So the next one we will do, we'll probably do the same format, but we'll shorten it to two hours and answer four or five questions. I think there's a lot of value in having multiple um, opinions on the call. Like Colonel Conrad and I didn't agree on a, on a couple of different points, but the point is you're getting different flavors from both of us the way we see the way we see the situation based on our experience. And uh, Troop has a unique background. And his threat experience gives him a unique view of the world, too. So when you balance all three of those or all four of those conversations, you see a different picture of the situation. And I still think and I still firmly believe that we're going to win this fight. I think there's going to be some dark days ahead as this fight develops. I think the American people are going to come together as this fight develops. But it's going to take a catalyst event. And the elite want to slow roll this. You mean boiling pot of water, right? Frog in the water. They want to they want to continue to turn up the heat until it's too late. Three things that we need to be doing right now. One, we need to be organizing, making human connections at the local level. Two, we need to eliminate the fear and realize that all the all the activities that they're doing, all the actions they're taking are to generate fear and keep you in fear because you will capitulate if you're scared versus if you're awake and you're not afraid of them. And the last thing is you need to have faith and empathy and a willingness to put aside your differences and support your your community for the big win. That's the most important thing we can be doing right now. I have faith in God. I have faith in the American people. And I have faith in the people in my community. I also believe that the situation as it sits right now is a very scripted situation. And there's going to be something that comes along that takes them off of script yet again. And we're already seeing some of that happen with some of the disclosures about the labs that that uh, Russia and China took to the UN. We'll see more of that. The the And I was asked this question last night. Actually, the, the group was asked this question last night. And I thought it was very poignant. Because the hard part about doing disclosure right now is even if you have the doomsday tapes, there's not a single source of reliable information. There's not a single source of truth anywhere in our environment that would allow you to do that kind of disclosure where people would believe it. 
again, part of the communist manifesto is you flood the system with garbage and confuse everyone so nobody knows what to believe or who to believe. And then you create chaos to instill fear in the population. And then you instill the new government. We are marching towards that. The source of truth is alternative media. But the problem with alternative media is the infiltration by the elite and by the the communist um, communist forces. So to overcome that, we're going to have to build a single source of truth that is irreputable, built on evidence, built on facts, built on on um, solid information. And I think I think there's a couple of platforms that are working towards that, but we're still a ways away. So I don't think the doomsday tapes will be dropped anytime soon. I think there'll be more disclosures about what the elite have been doing and the money laundering activities, because that seems to be the the part that people are buying into right now. And, and they're, they're starting to realize that the disclosures that have come out of Russia regarding the labs are real because of the interactions between the Biden family and Burisma. All of those things matter. And it again, any influencing operation takes a significant amount of time and consistency as well as logistics to be able to get those those themes and messages into the public space where people believe it. That's a very hard proposition. More, It's harder than you think it is. And for a bulk of the population, a bulk of the population doesn't know where to look for that information. So it's one thing to have a reliable source of truth. It's another thing to have people that know where that source of truth is. So we're up against a system and it's a machine and that machine is falling apart and it's falling apart through a variety of inputs outside of our control and their control. The thing that we need to keep in mind is that the only thing we have control of is what happens in front of us and at the local level. That's why I keep talking about sphere of influence and line of sight, because those are the only things you can control. You can't control the malfeasance at the national level. And let me be perfectly clear about the IRS situation. Everybody in D.C. is complicit in this. All of them, every single one of them was still in office when this was passed in 2021. Every single one of those people that passed this are still in office and they're still active and they know what the agenda is. This is why you have to have a different viewpoint on the D.C. crowd. There is no quarter going to be given to the enemy when this is over because these people were complicit in acts of high treason against this country. While all that's going on, Obama, in, from 2008 to 2016, Obama built communities, built communities, and moved in entire nationalities. The reason why Wisconsin is such a mess is because Obama moved in entire communities of Somalis, built communities for them, moved them in there, gave them money, gave them gave them the cell phones, exactly what they're doing now with all these, these illegals coming across the border. They literally have cities competing for services and different handouts, which is why these people are being shipped to all parts. They come across the border, they pick which city they want to go to based on what that city is going to give them. And they literally are flown right to their house. And they're building entire communities in every single state in this country. I missed that last year. I thought for sure 
that they were moving into big cities and putting them into hotels. No, they're actually building communities. Michael Yawn did a story that was um, covered by Todd Bencham, uh, Benzman on his Twitter channel that outlines these communities. He flies over them. Literally, they're so large. There's 200,000 people in some of these communities that are being built in Texas. It's astounding. They've built entire planned communities for illegals coming across the border, giving them houses. And yet we have homeless on the streets that are legitimately homeless because they've lost their income and they're moving people from other countries into these communities. This is how these people work. They are deconstructionists. They're trying to deconstruct our entire country right in front of you. This is the part that gets under my skin. Is that you have entire swaths of this nation that are conservative and they're blissfully unaware of what's going on and they have no desire to even look to see where some of this information is. They're lazy and they want to watch the mainstream media. That's why something has to be done about the mainstream media in order for us to, to swing the pendulum the other way. I don't know how to do that, but I know that constantly beating the drum and countering their narratives is the first step in that process. And we've been doing a very good job of that over the last 12 months. But we have a long ways to go. And no matter how you view the situation, this situation is going to get a lot darker before it gets better. The one thing you can do right now is be active in your community. You have to get off the couch. And you're hearing Flynn talk about that. You're hearing a number of other influencers talk about that. You know, this channel, we've tried to be just like my channel, OSINT and Troops channel. We've tried to separate the content so that there's three sources of truth. One source of truth for open source intelligence. One source of truth for all things um, self-survival and self-rescuing, as well as preparedness. And then my channel for countering the information war and all things information that are signal and noise. So you can discern which is signal and which is noise. That's the intent of it. We're not, none of us are here to make money. We're here because we want our country back. We want people to come together and we want people to put their pet issues aside and fight the fight. That's what we want out of this. And we created these channels. All of us created these channels in a in a organic way and found each other through Telegram. And then we've we've grown these three channels because we see all the grifters out there. We see all the bullshit. Like the guy that I can't stand the most is fucking 107. That guy is a fucking lying sack of dog shit. And everything he does is a fucking grift. It's like Mike Adams, the same thing. Every time Mike Adams does anything, and I get people sending me his shit all the time. What drives me crazy about Mike Adams is every single one of his shows is a fucking infomercial. Stop trying to sell me shit. If you really care about this country, you selfish fuck, stop with the fucking ads. We get that you need to pay for this. We get that you have all the shit on your ranch to survive for 20 fucking years in Texas because you've, you've planned ahead. 
you're not helping the situation. You want to help the situation, motherfucker? Then stop trying to sell me shit I don't need. That's what gets under my skin. Not everybody has $20,000 to throw at a fucking generator or solar panels or power cells for their walls so that they can power their house during the zombie apocalypse. You have to be able to give people alternatives for all of these different situations within their budget. And you got to be technology agnostic. There's no one technology that's going to get everybody through because every climate is different. And this has to be geographically specific for each geographic region for it to be useful to anybody on the other side. That's the shit that gets under my skin. I'm not doing this to make money. I'm doing this because I want my country back and I want to go back to living a quiet life and hang out with a beautiful woman without any of this noise in my life. And I thought I was going to be able to do it until last year, year before. Anyway, enough of that rant. The point is, you got to be involved now and you got to pick a side. Most of you have already picked a side, you don't realize it. And the other piece too is, and I want to make a plug for Troop here. So Troop's got some logistical things to, to overcome for his his field med medical station that he's been doing. He needs volunteers. He needs people that can work work the station when he can't work the station. He needs supplies. Spread the word. He needs your help. He's. I think he's in the process of trying to figure out how to do it as a nonprofit. There's some logistics involved in that. If you know how to do that, he could use your help. Spread the word. This is what we need to be doing right now. We need to be helping people in our own country that need our help while we still have the resources to do it. And we can't do anything about the fentanyl situation, but we can point people in the right direction that can be helped, and we help the ones we can help. That's that's what we need to be doing. And he's doing the Lord's work, and I can't, I, I cannot say enough good things about what he's doing because that's a personal commitment that takes an extraordinary amount of time, money, and resources to be able to do on a, on a regular basis. And then you have Brandy that's doing the, she's doing all of the uh, the meals, and I think she does it once a month, but that's a significant level of effort to do that as well. So if you can, reach out to Troop on his channel and see how you can help him because he needs your help. And same with Brandy. He'll tell you how to help Brandy. Both of those efforts are extremely valuable right now because they remind us of who we are. They remind us of what we are. And most importantly, they remind us of our humanity and that we're all God's children and that our job is to look after one another and make the, make the world a better place. That's what we're supposed to do. And if you read the Ten Commandments, you'll see that basically the Ten Commandments say, do something bigger than yourself to make the world and humanity better. And it only takes one or two random acts of kindness to do that. We've forgotten that. That's who we are. Don't let the vitriol and the anger and all of the non-belief, don't let that taint your view of the world. I know it's hard because I get frustrated with that all the time. But the one thing that I take solace in is that 
we're in a time in our in our planet's history where we can shape what the future looks like and we can look forward we can see what kind of a world we want to live in and i can tell you the world here's the world i want to live in i want to live in a world where health power and utilities are completely and totally autonomous to every part of our life, meaning we don't have public utilities. We don't have managed health systems by insurance companies and pharmaceuticals. We don't have to worry about any of those aspects, especially power, because we have the technology to, to power everything on the planet in a clean way. We have the power to create a medical system that takes care of everyone, no matter what country they're from, no matter what, you know, what walk of life they're from, we have the ability to do that. And that's not socialized medicine. Just like we have the ability to provide water to everybody on the planet. We have the technology to provide clean water to everyone on the planet without having to use sewer water. We have that technology right now. I want to live in a world where science, medicine, technology are all used to enhance humanity, not in enhance humanity in an artificial way, but to have real science that explains exactly how not only physiology works, reproduction works, and how to, how to make that work better without all these maniacal schemers like Bill Gates and all the pharmaceuticals and these Eurofags that have been running the world for the last 200, 300 years, I don't want them on this planet anymore. I want this, this planet to be one race that is working to better the entire race, not specific countries. We can still keep the country flavor. We can still keep the politics, but the politics needs to be less toxic. And by God, we need to get rid of all of the fucking two-bit fucking dictators that run all these countries that are running to the ground. Venezuela, Cuba, China, Vietnam. Enough with the communism already. And we don't need a one-world government. We do need something like the United Nations that isn't corrupt. You want to get rid of the corruption? Get rid of the fucking lawyers. I know that's that's kind of utopian, but there's got to be a better way. And that's the world I want to live in. I want to live in a world where technology is being used to make the world and humanity better. And not in a, you know, stronger, faster, better, but smarter, more discerning, more patient, and more thoughtful. Because we can't take this poli this political structure, we can't take this culture into space. And if we ever want to go explore outside of our planet, we have to mature as a species. That's the world I want to live in. And it's it's not this utopian socialist Star, Star Trek universe that has been created by all these left-wing, homosexual, transgender fucking retards. God, they've ruined that series. Jesus. It's such a campy, stupid propaganda machine now. It's not even worth watching. You know, sci-fi used to be a place where you tackle the tough social issues and you address them from a, a, 
from a teaching standpoint. And then it metamorphosized into everything's propagandized. I, I can tell you where that comes from. Anyway, I want a better world that doesn't involve war, that doesn't involve us consuming shit, that doesn't involve us trying to get the bigger, better deal. I want the world to be a place where everybody's trying to better themselves so they can better humanity. That's the world I want to live in. And that's the world that I'm fighting for. What that looks like, how it looks like, I don't care. As long as everybody's got a seat at the table and everybody can move forward and everybody has opportunity to do that, whether they choose to or not, it's a different story. But the one thing about this country that's always made us the beacon of light is that you could you could come to this country and you can make yourself into something, no matter how how desperate your situation. If you worked hard enough and you put your head down and just kept going, at some point you would make you would you would actually be successful at doing that. That's what I want to see again. And I'm I'm hoping in my lifetime I get to see that. But we are where we are. The biggest thing that I wanted to convey today is that the landscapes change when it comes to the second amendment. Be, be cognizant of that, be on the lookout for other raids on other gun stores and publish those on all social media and stop being afraid. There's no reason to be afraid. And on that note, I am going to end with a little Ario Speedwagon roll with the changes because I think that is more than appropriate for today. And it definitely explains uh, the current situation as things happen. I was thinking about playing Riding the Storm Out, but eh, I'll save that for later. It's roll with the changes is better given the current situation. So here's Ario Speedwagon, roll with the changes. God bless. One team, one fight.